Views from the friend zone. Mom I'm trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom I'm trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. Today is just me and my homegirl, Amanda. She's been on the show twice before, so she's borderline a regular, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'll have her introduce herself and let her talk about anything she want to talk about real quick. What's going <laughs> on, Amanda? Um, I'm Amanda, and I actually don't have anything to talk about right now. I mean, I do have a question later on, if you don't mind me asking. Of course, of course, of course. Okay, okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, Amanda just finished asking me where did I meet my wife. I told her how, you know, Mike from the show introduced me to my wife. His ex-wife was my wife's co-worker. And, you know, I was telling her how we went on a date, our first date. I thought she wasn't interested because she kept looking at her watch. <laughs> but she didn't want to miss a train. But at the time, I was just like, yo, she's giving me the Apollo, you know, like the Sandman, come on the stage, like hurry up and go. But, as, you know, something told me like, yo, Keep shooting your shot, you know, stick with it, and you know what? Why didn't you ask her at the time years. she kept looking at her watch? Because I would have been like, listen, why are you looking at you? You want to go? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was our first day. Our chemistry was we, we was talking on the phone for like two weeks and change, like almost every night, talking about different oh. things and stuff like that. It felt so surreal because it was just almost like high school, you know, on the phone. That teenage love. On the phone till late almost falling asleep on the phone. I, I would fall asleep on the phone kind of thing because I, I, I operate on weird hours, but, you know. Um, Were you guys like, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> it wasn't exactly <laughs> like that, but, you know, our phone calls from the jump were like an hour, two hours kind yeah. of thing, like even before we knew each other. And, you know, the thing is tough to talk that long on the phone with someone that it you is. don't know. Yeah. But we just, we just hit it off that way. So then when we had our first date, you know, I felt comfortable talking to her about things and stuff like that, almost like I already knew her because we was talking so much. But she kept looking at her watch. And I'm thinking to myself, does she think I'm too long-winded? <laughs> or, but, you know, I, I told myself, you know what, it wasn't, she didn't look disinterested. She just, would, you know, was giving me good body language, but then yeah. kept looking at the watch kind of thing. So... But, you know, she, she didn't want to miss her train. Her train, it would have been four hours for the next That's train. That's crazy. And she had to leave. She lived far, so she had to leave early in the morning. So it, it would have been the equivalent of getting home at 2 in the morning and yeah. then having to leave at 4, two hours later. That's crazy. Thing, so. Where did you propose? I'm just curious. I proposed. Um, I should have. Last... Last weekend was my anniversary, so I should have been saying some of these things. But uh, we'll I talk about this now. Yeah. <laughs> I proposed on the beach at a, in a resort called Sunset Beach Resort, and as soon as the sun dropped, I dropped on my knee and I asked her oh. to marry me, and she said yes, but she wasn't like she was kind of like almost frozen. And then I told her that her brother, because I asked her brother for her hand, her father's passed, so I asked her brother for her hand. Um, in marriage, I asked her mother, and then I asked her sister. That is sweet. And then her brother told me, oh, my father would have gave you his blessing as well. So I'm giving you his blessing on his behalf. And when I told her that, that's when the waterfalls fell. And no. Yeah, so, so you know what? Thanks for asking these questions. Yeah. You know, during the show, yeah. we're going to go back and forth talking <laughs> questions. But, you know, 
today's show theme is different songs that inspired like you know line of questionings to me and then you know of course you know cardi b albums the hottest album in the country right i now. didn't hear it yet i like it i was having a, a discussion with my friend like on the ride over here donald you know donald and then I was just like, you know, the album's not that hot. I'm kind of from the block. Yes, I'm kind of. Where is he? He's around. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> blowing him up because I'm putting it out there that he said that the album wasn't all that great. But I was just like, you know, us being, you know, '80s babies, we have a different, you know, anticipation of what hip hop is and right. stuff like that. But it's not like that anymore. So judging her on what's coming out now, I think it's a good album, okay. especially because. She's not like a known lyricist, but she's a great performer and puts songs together. But anyway, the, uh, to get back on track, the first topic is the song Be Careful of Me. And that's her, her lead single where she talks about how a guy kind of did her wrong. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy about the song was when she's talking about it, she's just like, you just want these random girls in your bed and... um. Be careful, these girls. They might steal your chain. He's cheating on her, but she still has the wherewithal to care about him and to tell him, like, you you got to protect yourself from these things. Talking to the man that cheated on her, kind yeah. of thing, which is kind of crazy. But So the first topic is be careful of me. And the first sub-question is, have you ever been totally taken for granted in a relationship, and how did you deal with it? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I think we've all had, but, like, what's the top one that, like, Ooh, um, I would say my second boyfriend. Okay. Um, now, I wanted to, um, because you're a mugger. Mm -hmm. So the situation. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> so your second boyfriend, uh -huh. that's not your child's fault. No, this is when I was in my late teens, like 19. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so tell us more about it. I'm sorry. Um, it was a horrible situation. He was a great person in terms of, I would say, personality. But relationship-wise, we both were in a different place. Um, I find that women mature faster than men, definitely, so they say. Definitely. So I was a little bit more mature, and he was still wanting to sling the D everywhere and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So he got women pregnant. While y'all was dating. While we were together, wow. and I would go through the motions. Was it a break stuff. baby, or no? I was just having fun it baby? It was not a break baby. Okay. <laughs> and you know what bothers me about that? What? Because I can tell you a thousand things that bothers me. I, I don't want to be like judgmental, but to me, it's just like when dudes have those situations where they're with their woman mm -hmm. and they they get a chick pregnant on the side. My biggest gripe is, okay, he cheated, and mm -hmm. I get it. I'm, I'm I'm being realistic. My thing is, if you have a wifey at home, right. If you're gonna step out, you gotta be using condoms. That's another. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right? Because my biggest, one of my biggest fears, besides for, um, you know, being married and cheating is wrong and stuff like that, is just like, I can't bring my wife something that. Imagine me destroying her life because of my selfishness. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. if you're gonna be that selfish, you gotta be careful to the T. And you that's do. my biggest thing. Like, I'm not one of those guys who's a hypocrite and he's gonna be like, oh, guys shouldn't cheat. That's so wrong. I mean, it is wrong. Right. But my biggest gripe is like, yo, you gotta wrap it up if you. Yeah, in. absolutely. I don't know why. Why do men do that anyway? I mean. Obviously, well, not every guy. You know but what I obviously mean. Obviously, we know that. that you know sex without a condom feels better. <laughs> I, I think a lot of times the sex without a condom thing comes from a lack of planning, right? A lack of planning or heat of the moment? Because especially, because this is my thing though, if you 
have somebody at home mm-hmm. and y'all at the place where y'all not having, you know, protected sex anymore, yeah. then condoms is necessarily not in that man's rotation. But if you are deciding to step out, I'm not giving you the 10 crack commandments of cheating. I'm just saying common <laughs> courtesy. If you do decide to step out, right? at least have a Put three a pack somewhere. Right, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Absolutely. But you know, guys don't want to leave evidence, but then you leave the biggest evidence as all well, a, a child. Baby. You know what I'm saying? I think it's really So, so that. how did, how did it? How did it end? What was your breaking point on that on that relationship? Intimacy. Um, I started to feel like it just started to feel wrong. Um, the intimacy, so you did you stick with him after I the baby? I stuck with him. That was the very first time I ever did that. I will never do that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> so if I ever get into another relationship and a guy cheats on me, I'm not forgiven. There's mm. no way I would ever forget. That was the first time in my life that I got cheated on or that yeah. I knew about. Yeah. And... Um, I would just would never forgive again. I decided to stick it out because of love. And <laughs> at the end, he was still a champ. It's crazy. crazy. And I always give him props for that because women deal with... Cheating differently? Cheating way differently. Yeah, when like, you guys cheat, it's just like, one, like you got hit by someone else? All right, I'm out. Us, it's like, we love him. We want to stay. and I'm going to work it out. I can't do that again. I will never do that again. I don't like, care like, if I'm married like, for 20 years. I'm not like forgiving again. Dudes, like dudes will be and you know I'm, I'm always i'm thinking about my previous podcast show and how like when i would have these um opinions i would be looked at the or the sellout and stuff like that but like dude why do you have to be a sellout when you're telling the truth because you don't cheat it's guy code no no it's, it's, it's not even about me trying to say i don't cheat it's just like guy code like you know i'm not sticking to the guy code or the g code when i'm just like but like my thing is like dudes when they're cheated on they act like this. The woman with the spawn of Satan. Meanwhile, they out here doing whatever the hell they want to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I I always feel like yo, if you step out and you the same energy you put out in the universe is the energy you get back. Right. So if you out I here agree. if you out here being crazy, you gotta be like you know what? There's a chance that wifey could be out here being crazy. Absolutely. And everything you're doing to someone could be getting done to you so that's the well sometimes i think that's what makes certain guys insecure though when they do do it like when they come home where were you today and it's just like i was doing laundry like what are you talking about like why are you so nervous about what i'm doing because you were doing something exactly yeah so so um you answered this and then my mind drew a blank it's okay your breaking point was when the intimacy i just felt in my mind i'm like i'm kissing him like this but is that the way he kissed this girl? Like, I just couldn't take it anymore. It was constantly replaying in my mind. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I can't do it. Like, love is not going to keep me right now because of the simple fact that I just kept thinking about him kissing the woman the same way he was kissing me or looking at her the same way he was looking at me. So mm-hmm. I just decided to just... If I could answer the it. question myself as far as have I ever been taken granted of every relationship outside of my wife. Every single relationship, and this is why she's your wife. But but I do <laughs> realize, I, I do realize though, like I'm an intense person. Uh huh. So what's your sign? Leo. What's your horoscope? Leo. <laughs> but and my wife's a Leo too. They usually say two Leos. Don't, oh really? Don't work out. Uh, Our birthdays are a week apart. Wow. But, so um, but do you I, believe in all that though? No, nah, I don't. I, I feel like this. Everybody approach relationships wanting to make it work or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Like, ego, you could come into a relationship with ego, your sign. I think people use that sign stuff for excuses and stuff. It's just, to me, it's fun. 
But some people say, oh, people from a certain science have certain things. It's like the horoscope. Today, you're, you're going to make a, a change that you don't usually do kind of thing. And you're just like, you know what? I didn't eat cereal this morning. So maybe the whole, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? But um, what, I, what I wanted to say is this, like, you know, I think to be, if honest, and I'm going to bring that up for the, I'll, I'll go into more depth for the last question of the, the show. But okay. I just think me being too intense, I approach everything too seriously. Okay. Like the, the woman that that I spent the most time with before my wife. Yeah. I I did things for her or approached her in a way the uh, uh, intensity that she didn't she didn't earn. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like I would do things. How long were you guys together? I would say we we spent I can even say we was officially together like that. I, but I said we spent Four years off and on, bothering each other, doing each other, giving each other strife and stuff. Like, and that's the thing. She was never wifey, but I gave her that energy. Like, I would. You wasted your energy. I would leave. I worked in Astoria. So nice. I would leave work, go pick her up at her job. Where was that? Uh, downtown, like you know, um, the Broad Street, Wall Street area. Yeah. Pick her up just so we could talk. While I dropped her home. Wow. She lived in Queens. You're not bugging. You were I did that all the time. Mm-hmm. I I did that all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, pick up, drop home just so we could talk. And just like literally just pick up from work, drop her home, just so I that during that commute I could spend some time with her talking to her and stuff like That's that. That's sweet. And I, I would do this it seems like small things, but I, I I gave her more energy than I should have. So I laugh at it now. Yeah. But back yeah, then I just felt, I felt I felt really, really curved. You know what I'm saying? But let me not dominate the conversation. I want to ask you other questions. So the next question on this topic is, have you ever taken someone for granted? And what did you learn from that? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I we, have to, oh, this is something listen. I really have to think about. Have pa- I ever taken of, anyone so, for granted? So part of the no. path to life <laughs> is growing, right? So, yeah, And I, I always say... I have to really think about this, and I don't even know how long that's going to be. Like the answer is going to be to that one. I, I think this I fruit punch is kind of delicious. <laughs> have I ever taken someone from granted, and what did I learn from it? I, I never, I never maliciously took someone for granted because I really, I, I was the one taking advantage of all the time, so I didn't want to return that energy. But right. I know there's times where exactly. So that's the way I feel too, though. But there was times where it's just like you know what. I knew someone liked me, but I didn't like them the same. But just the attention felt nice. So, so you led them on. I wouldn't lead them on to the point where they thought we were in a relationship or we had a future. But I would flirt heavy, or I would spend time with them, or even, even sometimes like you know, would do things, be intimate with them, knowing that I'm just doing this to pass the time. I'm just Damn, doing this just harsh. just because. But it's true. We do it. It's harsh. Men do it all the time, but to me it's not a natural thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I usually won't even be intimate with someone if I didn't see a future. any type of future. Which is which is such a I don't want to say feminine thing, but which is not really how men operate out here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like men live a lion type lifestyle where they're trying to 
conquer as much as they can kind of stuff like that. I'm usually more of a, I want to build situation. But there's been times where I was just like, you know what, just because of the physical needs, just because the person showed me that kind of love. But I never, I never put the energy in where the person was just like, wow, we have something magical. The person always knew we enjoyed each the other. time that we had yeah. kind of thing. And you know, sometimes you're in those situations where you know the person want more. Yeah. But Why you, you couldn't be honest though? I, I was honest to the person. I, oh, they just didn't. End. But but they, you know, some, some people, and then and and I was on the other end as well. Yeah. You kind of take what you're gonna get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even the, the situation I discussed with the person I spent the time with before my wife. Every time I would pull away, the person's just like, "All right, all right, so let's be in a committed relationship." I'm like, "You only want to be in a committed relationship because you see I'm pulling away. You don't generally want to be with me." And I didn't want to be someone's plan B. There were so many women in my life who's just like, "If I'm not married by 30, you could be my husband." I was the plan before they made that pill plan B for the sex thing. Yeah, when you said plan I, B, that's yeah. the first thing I thought about. I was, <laughs> like, that, that was like my AKA. I was the plan B. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it was just like. It used to be flattering, but to me, after a while, it was just like to hear it from so many different women. It was just like, why am I not eligible to be plan A? Why do I have to be yeah. the backup plan? And and, and it wasn't even because, you know, views in the friend zone, I got friend zone, all that stuff. But it wasn't even sometimes women that I was in the friend zone with. It would be women that I just spent time with, women that kind of was feeling the things that Marv represented, but wasn't feeling Marv in particular. So... Now that I did that whole spill, you can't think of any times that you might have taken advantage? No. I'm going to be honest. No, I'm trying to think of, like, even friendships and stuff like that. I really can't right now. Sad because I'll probably text you later, like, yo, I thought about this. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've never. I mean. Maybe a friend maybe have felt that way. I'm on your Facebook. You you post these candid pictures. Sometimes you. You have the twins out that are not your child, <laughs> not your children's twin. My twins are gonna come with me everywhere they go. Yeah, they're with me. They're my life. But, and then I see the I see the flavor and the comments coming stuff like that. There's gotta be one or two. The flavor. One of the two, the, the guys flavor. who's just like really coming at you or. or no, people so, do oh, come at me, but perfect example. Go ahead. So you, you've never had the guy just no free movement under that. It's so funny because my friends would tell me, oh, you need to date because of, get some get some free food, get a free yeah. meal. I don't think of it that way because I go out on my own. I do what I want. I eat what I want and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't need anybody to pay for it. Yeah. I pay for my stuff myself. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think of it as a free meal or something like that. Like, yeah. I have money. Like, yeah. <laughs> that it isn't, you know, uh, there are guys that try to talk to me, but I'm not even dating. Like, I just don't like, I don't, right now I'm having, and we talked about this last podcast, like, I'm having a good time just hanging out with friends, traveling, and doing me. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And people, you don't understand how many people get mad at me because I don't want to go out to eat or mm-hmm. something. And I think that's really crazy. I'm not ready for that. Everyone is in a different part and place in their lives. And someone recently told me in my inbox that I'm missing out on my blessings because I'm not going out with guys. But I'm like... Was it a guy who said that? It was a guy. 
I feel like if I'm ready to date, then I'm ready to date. Mm -hmm. I will be blessed with someone when I'm ready for that. Mm -hmm. But I'm not ready for it. He may be ready to go out with another girl or whatever. Go. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You'll find your girlfriend. When it's my time, I'll find my fiance and get married and stuff like that. But right now, I'm just relaxing and enjoying my life as a whole. And it gets pretty frustrating, though, when that happens to me. It really, really does. Because I'm trying to tell people the same thing. That mentality that you just mentioned is going to be part of the next topic but we'll, we'll stay oh, on we topic. can talk about that <laughs> yeah so um i guess the last question on this particular topic i want to ask is has asian experience taught you to change your list when dating or are you still on this on the ways that got you to this age so to like make it a little simpler like you know how when we're younger we have these lists we always talk about it when we talk yeah. about the episodes you need to be six two, college education, six figures, light skin with baby hair. I don't know, whatever, whatever <laughs> was was your thing. You know what I'm saying? Light skin with so baby hair. Do you feel like with age and experience, you still have the same list? Have you adjusted that list, or are you? Do you feel like you know what? What I want is what I want, and I I stick with that. Um, I mean, I have two boys, wow. so I'll have to make sure that the guy that I'm with is a great example of a man mm -hmm. for the children as a stepdad or whatever, mm -hmm. and future stepdad. So, um, I don't really have a type. It's not like, oh, he has to be 6'5 and dark and stuff like that. Um, it's more so personality, what you have going on for your future, your goals and stuff like that. If you don't have any goals that you're not reaching, you're not ambitious, then I don't want to have anything to do with you, but um, respect, like respectable and stuff like that. Simple. Mm -hmm. It's it's very simple. I really was never that type of person when I was younger. He has to have this and mm -hmm. this and the third. I'm not like that. To me, it's more personality, and you have to will me in with your personality. Mm -hmm. And I don't like flashy guys, like all these chains and stuff like that. That turns me off. So certain things about certain guys I would go for, but it's. It, you definitely have to be ambitious and have goals and stuff like that. I, Absolutely. I, d I definitely get where you're coming from. Like me, obviously I'm married, but it was weird. I think even though it was early, like around 24, 25 when I made that switch, Yeah. I didn't have a list per se, mm -hmm. but I had a type. I was always chasing after like brown skin Haitian girls. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Haitian dude. We know that. So is this like... We know to, you're Haitian. So to me, it was kind of like, you know, <laughs> wanting to like build a Haitian family kind of thing like that. So I would chase after, you know, brown skin Haitian girls mm. all the time and then they broke my heart one after the other. Oh. Like, so I, I, I think I would date girls that weren't Haitian, but I would give the Haitian girls... A chance? The longest rope. You know, uh, the woman that I was talking about spending time with before my wife, mm -hmm. she was Haitian. She went to be a lawyer. My sister's a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, it was just like, you know, it felt nice. Like, oh, this could be like, you know. Yeah. You know how kind of. I feel like when you're telling this story that you were forcing something. I, w I was. Cause like you're forcing it to work out because she's Asian. Like my dudes always say so sometimes, you know, I. I I'll put a woman on a pedestal, you put women on a pedestal kind of thing. Like, I put her on this pedestal, like I said, that she didn't earn. But at the same time, I can't put all the blame onto her because I kind of built it in my head. Right. And that's why whenever I talk to people about relationships or give advice, I always tell people, like, stop filling in the blanks. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of times relationships don't work because we have questions about a person. Yeah. And we like, you know what, maybe they meant this. No. So you think, like, it's overthinking? 
No, I, I just feel like, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, Amanda didn't answer this question the way that I wanted to, but you know what? Maybe she meant such and such. No, if you need clarity, get clarity. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we'll wind up in a relationship for like a year. I'm like, yo, this person is nothing like who I thought they were because you weren't asking questions. And when you didn't, when you got answers, you didn't like, yeah. you just said, oh, the, this is what they over. meant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like I didn't change my list because yeah. I felt like that change changed everything because I was chasing after a certain kind of girl every single time and yeah. I got swag every single time. So Yeah, I mean my first love he was white. I didn't really? say like, Oh, he needed to be black and all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. 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 Well, so your first love was white. Yeah. And um how old were you? I was in high school. Okay. I was in high school. I was young. I was like 16. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Because, you know, like me, growing up, you know, I went to 80, I went to 231, then went to Hillcrest. Like, dating, it was either black or Latina. Yeah. It was, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I wasn't based of, out of high school. Okay. So, so yeah, 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 definitely. You know? So, to me, it's just <laughs> like, you know, dating outside of my race as far as, like, you know, non- Black or Latina kind of thing. It yeah. wasn't even something that crossed my mind. Then you get to college, and then you you go to I went to the University of Buffalo, and I didn't even know that. Yeah, huh. there's so it's a small mine. It's a it's a, a good number, maybe like fifteen hundred, like black students. Yeah, which is a large number for just having a community. But when it's twenty five thousand students, you're a speck in the large kind of scale. Right. But it's still a big enough community for you to just embrace. Yeah, kind of thing. All right, cool. So the next topic is going to be Nice For What. And Nice For What is a hot track that Drake has. Out, I love right? me some Drake. And, and he, he, samples, he samples Lauren Hill's X Factor. I did hear it. And then he's like, so you got to be nice to what for these N-words, right? And, and basically what made me think of this as a topic is I just feel like especially in New York City, right? Uh-huh. Because... I gotta keep it right. I always give the rap on how New York City women are so tough. When you go out of state, the women are nicer or easier to deal with. That's another subject because but, I say the same thing about men. But I also I also have to be realistic and realize like, yo, a man like will walk down the street, see you like, yo, Amanda, you look good. What's good, baby? Smile for me. Can I get your number? <laughs> Smile and, for me. and you like, no, and it's like. F you then B word this that and they still and like, do that. Yo, the energy changes. I don't know what I know, about. I remember a long time ago in Brooklyn, they did it to my homegirl. Yeah, like, I don't know what about Brooklyn. New York City men where the energy changes that fast. So I have to be honest because I usually say the women are tough, but the men sometimes are annoying. Yeah, right. And I have to be honest, and it's just like they have the expectation. So nice for what? And the song, he's kind of like. So you got to be nice for what? Why you got to be nice to these dudes? But I get it. You have to be because of the way things are. So the first question is, do you think men in New York City expect too much from women? No. Really? Like even You have e- to give me an example on this one. So just like, just the example of just like, you know, you walking, you walking down the street or you're in a situation and a dude, you, a dude hollers at you and you kind of just like, maybe you're not in the mood so you don't give him a response and stuff like that. And then... Maybe the the energy goes from zero to one hundred. You know what I'm saying? So you don't feel like that happens to you in New York? When I was younger, yes. Now that I drive, no. Oh, <laughs> that that makes a big difference, right? <laughs> it makes a 
difference. But when I was younger, that would be annoying. But sometimes I would act like I'm listening to music or something like that. Or my disc man. Remember disc man? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't experience that now at all. I mm. don't. But back then, hell yeah, that's annoying. If a girl doesn't want to talk to you, keep it moving. But it's ego, too. If you're around your homeboys and you're calling a girl and she doesn't want to turn around, I guess mm. that's why he does it. But no, I don't think so. In that example, I don't think that New York men are... I'm I'm so not surprised to hear you say that, but I guess you know when you are driving, it's different. It's different, right? Because yep. it's just like even when I park my car and take the train, because uh, I like you know I really don't I love driving, but mm-hmm. I like uh, taking the train too. I know it sounds weird to mm-hmm. some people. Uh, I do have my headphones on for real though at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I. Even, even like I drive too, but even like when I'm taking the train, especially yeah. in summertime, summertime. Do you still see it happening? In the summertime, when I when I take the train, sometimes like you know, I work in Jersey City. I'm telling all my business for yeah, this episode, you right? In Jersey City? No, but um, <laughs> when I go into the city, like uh-huh. especially in summertime, I don't like to drive all the time because the traffic's crazy. And so, parking. So I hop in the train and then you walk around and stuff like that, and just sometimes I still see it. Especially like if I go to Queens and you know, on Jamaica Avenue and stuff like that, if you, for some reason oddly I'm I'm there. You still see the like you <laughs> oddly know, I'm there. You see you see you see the uh, you know the bad girls walking around. You know weather get hot, so now you got the summer dresses and stuff like that. And it's just like if a woman doesn't acknowledge the hollering of a dude, yeah. I just see it goes real left real quick, and I'm just like the same energy you just wanted to get with this girl. It don't it don't work out. And now she's you coming out of the name kind of thing, and to me it's just like I don't get it. Like you know, what what are the expectations of these men? Like just because you holler, right? Just like, and like I was saying, you said earlier that um, a guy told you you're missing your blessings by not going on this date. Like so, yo, I got blocked too. I got blocked. I got cursed out a few times. I, you know, it's the crazy thing. I'm okay, in groups. See. I'm in groups all the time where w- women will post situations where a dude will jump in the inbox like, "Oh, why don't you sit on my face?" And she's like, "I don't know you." Bye. He's like, "Well, you whack anyway." I was trying to I'm like, okay, now, dude, see. she don't right. know you. What What was your expectation that because you offered your face to be sat on, she was just gonna jump on the opportunity? Now, see, now since we're talking about that, now yes. that's the difference. Yeah, see, like I said, I don't get hit on in the street because I'm driving. Online the streets, is the a streets, different story. The, Social media is the new streets. Exactly. So, so the DM different. hopping, you know, the uh, the the waves on Facebook or the pokes and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? That's the new streets. Now we can talk about that. Okay. So do you get that energy from New York men? Yes. Mm. So you say we're, we're, we're in a cyber world now. So you everything that I applied in the streets, you know, it happens, it happens in the inbox. It happens in my inbox. Like if I say I don't want to go out on a date, I get cursed. I got blocked and cursed out last week because I said no. Like so the energy does change. Oh, you have beautiful children and you're a beautiful woman. I want to take you out on a date. And I'll say, well, I'm not dating right now. I don't feel like it. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this is what's wrong with you women nowadays. Because I said I don't want to date. There's something wrong with us women nowadays. Yeah, that it, it, pisses that, me that, off. That's another thing is just like, you know, how men will come off like, well, um, women say they're looking for a good man. He said that to, to me. I try to holler at you. You don't want, Like, dude, you, what have you displayed to show that you're a good man? 
And that's another thing. Interest, what have you interest, just, like, interest alone that? means that I'm a good dude. Because the fact that I took time to say that you, you got cute kids uh, and you're right, a beautiful woman. Uh, so that qualifies me as a good dude. So give me that time. Giving, right. It, see, now this is what I'm talking about. Maybe, you know, like I said right now, no matter who it is, I'm not in the mood. But if the approach was a little different, maybe. But sometimes guys would just automatically, you know, say certain things. And I'm like, nah, like I can't. I just can't do it. Okay. So, since, you know, when, especially in the cyber world where it's just like, you know, we kind of know people representative of what they put on their um, profiles, Facebook. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, literally, people profiles, and for lack of a better term, are like their resumes, their social resumes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's just like we kind of give you, like, you see the pictures and stuff like that. So... What what can you see in a profile or what energies does someone have to display, you know, digitally for you to give them a chance? First, I got to change the way I think. <laughs> Once my thinking changes their activities, I'm very active. Mm-hmm. I love traveling. I love hiking. I love bike riding. I want to try different things. you hear things. what she's saying. <laughs> so if you're listening and you want to give Amanda a shot, I, I suggest you start doing some of these activities. You know what I'm saying? Activities like that. Like, I love going for walks no matter. Like, as long as it's warm outside. I don't yeah. know. It, like, I can't say it like in, in the hood. But, you know, like, walks like around parks and stuff like that. It's, yeah. I'm scared of boats, but I will get on a boat, boat rides and stuff. I'm very, very active. I love doing outdoor things. Mm-hmm. And I can be in the house, too. Yeah. But, you know, that's not my personality unless if, you know, if I had somebody and we're chilling in the house, we're chilling in the house. Yeah. But I love different things like that. I don't like flashy. It's not all about your outfit and, oh, I got to throw in these Jordans just to go to the supermarket. Yo, just throw those sneakers on and let's just go walk over here and do this. Like, mm-hmm. I find um, I'm not attracted to flashy. Okay. I like romance. So you got to be down to earth. Basically you got to be outgoing. Outgoing, yes. So you know what, like, so what approach have have you like have he, you have any success with someone who approached you from the digital digital world that didn't necessarily know you in person? Um, I went on one date at the time with this guy, and he knew that I love Mexican food, so mm-hmm. he took the time out to find a nice Mexican Mexican restaurant for mm-hmm. me and stuff like that. So I think like when you're very thoughtful mm-hmm. too, that's good. Um, but I'm very simple. Like I can have a picnic for my first date and I'm going to be happy with that. Take me to a bookstore because I love to read. I'll be happy with that. I'm See, very like... That sounds good, but it's truth. funny. <laughs> like like I said, I'm not in the dating game, so I so, sometimes... Yeah, you for nine years? Yeah. You can't so, so, speak about this. <laughs> so some of my references are dated, but, you know, I still have single friends. Yeah. I, I, I'm, like I say, I feel like the I'm, I belong to so many different groups on Facebook uh-huh. that you just hear the perspectives of single people or people dating, and sometimes it's just like you hear certain standards, like, that sounds good, the picnic. Yeah. Or um, you said something else, a bookstore kind of thing. Like Absolutely. me and my wife, our first date was at Starbucks. And you know what? That's so simple to me. It doesn't have to be like, yo, let's go to this five-star restaurant. Yeah. I, I love to read. Yeah. I always have a book with me. Yeah. So our, our first date was at Starbucks. I'm going to tear this food from No, me. go ahead. That, that's all you. That's all you. Um, and, and so, but but I I hear qualifiers from people just like, um, if, if the first date ain't $100, he not getting a second date. 
I've or, heard things like that for you guys. Saying, or, I feel bad for those or, type of men that's or, dating women like that. Or if, it, <laughs> or if he even expects me to pay, he's a dub. You know what I'm saying? So let me, it, that's why to hear you say some of these simplistic things, I think like you're old soul. I don't think you're representative of a lot of what's going on. It's hard. Um, I, I, well, yeah, I never thought of me being an old soul, but it's true. Like, that's really me. And when I was trying to date, that was hard to find. Mm-hmm. And, so let me ask the next question is, does unwanted advances change the way you carry yourself or even how you approach dating? Like, has, like, you you know, the DM diving or or just the, the telling you as a woman you need to be such and such so that you can get a good man. Has that bothered you so much that it changes the way that you carry yourself or you still feel like, you know, no matter what these outsiders who don't even know me feel, I'm still going to remain a certain way? I will always be Amanda. Mm-hmm. I will always be me. I don't care whoever disagrees or agrees with it. If a guy meets me and I'm Amanda, he doesn't like it, then keep on moving. So I'm more so like, I'm not changing who I am. I'm not changing how I post on Facebook or Instagram. I'm Amanda. Accept me for who I am. If you don't accept it, then another person will accept it. I, I feel like that's the biggest difference between your 30s and your 20s. Yeah, because you're going like someone your twi- that you're not. I feel like in your 20s, you feel so much that you have to be representative of right. an ideal that we wind up just like, you know, like you said, flossing. I'm, I still suffer with flashing. First of all, if that's you, that's you, though. Seriously. But that's you. When I say flashy uh, online dating, I I created a profile before. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll go in there, check messages and stuff like that. When you look at certain people's profiles, they got all these chains and, you know, and they're, like, flashing it and they got money in their hand. They're talking to money. And I'm like, next. Like, that that type of stuff will appeal to certain women. And mm-hmm. for me, that's not me. I could sit there and see somebody with a camping picture or something like, oh, he goes camping. Yeah. And I'm excited about that. And and, and and that's, we live in the doing it for the gram world. Absolutely. Right? So, and, and I realized that. Everything I, I post but, is me, but, though. But that, I, I, I remember being in that stage where it's just like, you know, being extra flashy or, or might take a picture with money in your hand. I laugh about it now you because. You did that before? I, I've done. It was in my twenties. I was about to say. Come on. I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> but to me, it's just like you know. Like I said, we have to be representative. You know, in your twenties, you're trying so hard to fit an ideal or represent success that you may not have. Right. And we still, we still kind of do it now. But it's just like you know, it's so much pressure to do that. That we we're, we're literally walking around, baiting people. Just think about it. Dudes are flashing. Uh-huh. Showing you the uh, the new disc. Look at my belt. Look at my shoes. Look at the money. Can't talk to you right now. I'm busy chasing <laughs> and stuff like that. And then you know, on the flip side, we'll have women who are just like you know. Oh, I I love a spring day, and their ass is showing, uh-huh. but they're trying to tell you, look at the the bird in the tree <laughs> kind of thing. You know, the, the the subliminal words, just like, you know, look at the boobs, but. The, the the post was about oh it was so sad I just had to stay in today and it, like a stupid kind yeah. of caption kind of thing and I just I'm feel a like, bad caption person I don't know what to say. but I feel like <laughs> we, 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 we 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 put out these traps and then when people approach us on these traps mm-hmm. we're offended yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so I, I I just feel like to me 
it's tough. I can't really answer the question because I'm not dating, but I just feel like I think the difference between dating when you're older and dating when you're younger kind of thing, I feel like so much we're trying to bait people with things that we we want people. Or we think. That people want. Right. And I feel like as you get older, it's just like, yo, this is my shit. This is my bag of weirdness. <laughs> You Can know, you so get funny, down with my bag of weirdness? That's another thing. I like weird. Yeah. It's so crazy to me. It sounds crazy. But I love weird people because I feel like I'm weird. Yeah, I, I, I feel somebody, like I'm weird too. Right. I and I feel like my wife's weird too. So it and works it out. it just works out. It works it's out. It's hard for me to find somebody as weird as I am. I'm very, very weird. If I could sum up being 30 and dating a relationship, like find someone who accepts your weird. And even if they're not into your weird, they understand it and they get it. They get it, if, yeah. you, if you're dating someone who thinks things you do are weird and it irritates and irks them, not you're not with the right person. Yeah. Break up with them now. It might hurt. He said break up with them now. But then you realize you saved yourself a lot of time and energy because it's just like so many times we'll meet people and I, I feel like, you know, women sometimes are more guilty about this than men. Like a man will meet a woman, like she's perfect, stuff like that. And try to hold on to that and hope that she 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 grows, but in the way that he wants her to grow. And I feel like sometimes women meet a man is just like, he's almost where he needs to be. But, you know, I'm going to Rubik's Cube him and I'm going to change him into, to where he needs to be kind of thing. And I just feel like if you find someone who accepts your weirdness and just be like, that's them. And they can take all of it. Because it's easy to love the shiny part. Yeah, of course You got to love is. the farts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you love you, the farts. You, you gotta love now the you sweatpants. Do. I know what you're saying. No. You gotta love the sweatpants. You Women got, love the sweatpants. You, you gotta love. <laughs> you gotta love that that outfit. That you know what? It's not that sexy on her, but you know what? That's her because right. it's, it's easy to love the lingerie and the freakum dress. You gotta love, you know, the rollers in the hair kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and you know I was saying, saying that to my homegirl the other day, like. I volunteer for Brooklyn Bridge Park, and I told her, I was like, I want to meet somebody one day when I'm looking, because I, I work in the garden there. I do yeah. other things as well, but when I'm in the garden, I'm all, like, greasy yeah. and black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, you know, dirt comes yeah, up. And... everything is all over me, and I'm like, yo, that's the day that I want to meet the guy of, I don't have a guy of my dreams, but the, a guy. That's the so day. he's going to fall in love with your action. Right, exactly. You're going to fall in love with your passion and not necessarily passion, because actions, you're curvy and stuff like that. Right. Because that's not going to jump out to him kind of thing. But if you meet someone right. who loves you because of your profile pic was popping. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that, yeah, exactly. I want to meet somebody that I'm looking all scrubbed, you know, horrible. But, uh, yeah, I like flowers too. People still give flowers on dates. I brought my wife one rose on our first date. And the funny thing about it was I was going to bring a whole set of flowers. And he's just like, one of my coworkers at the time was just like, bring a whole set of flowers. It's cool. But you know what? It's kind of inconvenient on the first date. Someone has to carry all that flowers up. But bring that one rose and she'll focus on that one rose. rose. She'll smell it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was some good advice. Danny C, who used to work at WFAN with me, he gave me that advice. So shout out to Danny C. That's sweet. My last question on this topic is, do you have to have layers to your personality to survive dating? A three-month face, a six-month face, a one-year kind of kind of attitude. Layers to my personality or yes. layers? Because I feel like we're representative and we kind of let our real faces show at the stages. Uh, can For instance, can, can you be full weird? Like, if I told you on our first date, you know what? I watch Cartoon Network 
all the time. I watch kid movies, and I like eating the kids' chicken nuggets on the first day. That's weird stuff, right? But can you expose that kind of early level of comfortability that early? Like, do you have to have layers in the dating? Um, I think, I think you should, I think layers, I don't know. Because I would like for someone to tell me something like they watch a Cartoon Network. Because I'm yeah. like, me too. Robot yeah. Chicken or whatever yeah. I used to watch. But uh, yes and no. Having layers is almost like a representative too, in a way. As yeah. long as these layers are like. But well, we all have layers and stuff like that. But my thing is like, do you feel like to survive in dating, we have to have these things? Like, can you expose too much weirdness too early kind of thing? Yeah, you could. You really could. So give me an example of what might be too too early and might be like your warning sign to get out. Oh, my, oh okay. I was just going to say for me to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You could give that too. <laughs> you could give that too. I can't give away my weirdness. Okay. I, can't, I can't do it because I'm crazy. I'm crazy in a good way. Like when I'm affectionate and stuff, I'll grab you up. Like yeah. headlock you type of grab. Not really a headlock, but you know, I'm going to. I, I think all, all women weird. play... <laughs> Play, like, you know, sometimes I'm walking in the house and I might go to, like, hug my wife and she might give me, like, a punch to the stomach. Like, you got to be prepared. I'm like, <laughs> when when did you become Rocky's trainer? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we all have that kind of thing. So That's do you the type think, of crazy I am. <laughs> so do you think that um, that can hamper relationships that, you know, the fact that, you know, sometimes we layer our crazy or layer our... It all depends because some, sometimes people may have fell in love with you already that they'll accept you're crazy. Mm-hmm. If you're not in love and it's like you're showing... Aside another layer, it's like, wait a minute, I didn't know you pick your nose and shit at the same time. What's going on with you? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, layers are cool, but you gotta lay it down. I'm, I'm a, like, real quick, and then we'll, we'll go to our last topic. I think the first thing that a woman should do or can do to like really see where you at with the person. It's like fart and then do like gun fingers at him at, the, at while you fart kind of thing. <laughs> what? So it's like like because to me I feel like the relationship. No, the first fart should be a Dutch oven. What is a Dutch oven? Please, <laughs> please educate me and my listeners who don't know what that is. What is a Dutch oven? When you're laying under the blankets, you fart and then, and then you put you... the cover over her head. Oh, that's a that Dutch should be the oven. first fart in a relationship. That is a make or break. Like that's like an end it all or. Stay with her type of thing. I, I, I do think the fart threshold, and not to just talk <laughs> about bodily gases, but I think that's the first level of we 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 somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Or the first time See? that a woman takes a poop Absolutely. at your crib, right? Because how do you deal with that? But I, I think that's when. What was the time com- your first time? Comfort. I don't. I that don't you know. felt comfortable to let air out of your ass. To be honest with you, I don't. <laughs> As a man, it probably happened, and I just said, excuse me, or apologize and stuff like that and kept it moving. I just feel like, you know, I know threshold where I with, with the wife, like, she wouldn't even use the bathroom. Aww. At my cr- you don't understand. She lived two hours away. So she would wait? She lived two <laughs> She's going to kill me for this conversation. She lived, I know, right? Gonna- <laughs> she lived two hours away, and for, like, the first couple of months, I'm like, this woman doesn't poop. Because she would hold it till she left. How many months? I, w- I want to say, like, two, three months. Oh, well, that's too early to be farting in front of somebody. What do you mean? That's a bodily function. That is too I know early. that you do that every day or every other day. Nah, son. Nah. 
No. So you said a fart is like two, three eight months, months is too and early. On. Farts are eight months and on. Eight months? Yes. <laughs> so you're gonna walk around with bubbly guts in your situation. Who's to say I would have bubbly guts within eight months. Nah, you gotta let. You literally gotta let that shit go. You know what I'm saying? You literally <laughs> have to let that shit go. All right, so I'm gonna go to the next, last topic, right? The last topic is another song called Turn Back the Hands of Time. Yes. And we all know the R. Kelly song, you know, If I Could Turn Back the Hands of Time. Yes. I'm not gonna sing because singing is not my forte. No, but the first question is what made what major decision would you make if you can go back and change any anything relationship wise? Damn. Uh, I would say maybe when I was younger, I had jealousy inside of me. Stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just be jealous of dumb stuff. I would change that. Because now, as a grown woman... Did that jealousy ever destroy any relationship? Uh, it didn't destroy it. It wasn't like the straw that broke the camel back type of a thing. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean anyway? Uh, <laughs> but I would definitely have changed that. Because, okay. like, when I look at myself now... I. I'm not a jealous person. Mm-hmm. Why was I doing that? If I could go back and change anything relationship-wise, I'm with my perfect match, so I'm not going to change anything. But if we're being hypothetical, I, there, there's I think that's so beautiful. I'm not dating right now, but I would say I can't wait till I find my perfect match when I'm ready for that. Yeah, because still... you're, you're perfect. I think, not to be corny, but your perfect match is not necessarily your Prince Charming or that storybook person. It's the person that compliments what you got going compliments your life you know make you better make you feel like you know what you want to be with that person to figure shit out yeah. instead of just hoping that everything comes fully packaged but if i could go back and change anything relationship wise it'd be two things one it'd be like don't be so damn serious sometimes because sometimes that scares people i feel like i've scared away or i, I made i made women feel like things were more serious than they were too fast why are you so serious I, that, that was just me. I just, I always wanted to have a family. I always wanted to have a wife, kind of thing like that. Like, I never really saw myself out there trying to feel like I need to go around the world twice and sleep with every woman of every nationality, kind of thing. You know, what I'm saying I wanted to build something. I wanted to start giving, like, building towards something and be able to like really show someone special. You can't do that with everyone. Yeah. You so can. I, I wanted to find that and do that kind of thing. Another thing is. There was one person, I'm not going to give too much details about it, that, you know, we kind of we was, like, you know, semi-fooling around in college, but we wasn't, like, like that. And I just feel like that person was so dope. I wish I would have took it more serious at the time. Yeah. But, you know, people people around you was just, you know, might say something about the person or, or, or kind of was just, like, Nah, you can't be serious with that person, and you kind of let that. So you let the outside influences mess up your relationship. Yes, and I, I never applied the pressure to the situation that I should have. And then you know I'm happily married and stuff like that. But I see that person. You you know you watch someone grow, and you're like, wow, that person was so dope. That you know what I'm saying that I slept on that person. How dope that person would become. I'm not bitter about it because I'm I'm in a good situation. But I also feel like you know what. I should have tried to capitalize on that. Yeah. I should have bought that stock low. Now that stock is high. You know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. So. Okay. So the the next question is, what life decision would you go back? Don't forget, I got a question for you too. Okay. So you know what? Before I do that, you you ask me that question. Go ahead. Am I saying this is you? Yes. But I just want to know the answer to this question. Okay. What is it with guys and dick pics? Oh, wow! I was just in a group when they were talking about that. <laughs> Why do guys send? 
dick pics. What the hell? A dick pic. Are you guys proud of your dick? No, no. What is it? Some. Let me tell you. This, this, this. It's fifty-fifty, right? There's fifty percent of the population who, who are so impressed with their penis that they they want They're to send it up, with right? Uh huh. And then there's fifty percent who's just like, you know what? I'm trying to break the ice. I'm trying to see. That's that's an icebreaker. Yes, they're trying to see if like, yo, this is a, this is my situation. This is what's going on. Are you interested or not? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes dudes don't know where the situation's going. Sometimes I don't so, know. Sometimes the flirt. Sometimes the flirting's going back and forth, but every time you're trying to go to that next kind of area, you get the Dikembe, no soup for you, finger wagon block. So you're like, you know, you throw throw the dick pick out sometimes, like slamming the big joke on the table. That's what that is? Yes, it's just like, what's going on? This is what's going on. Uh, And then you could either shut the situation down, mm -hmm. or it could now turn the temperature up. All right, well, thanks. So... (laughs) I know that may not necessarily what you want to hear, but that's no, 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 I, I no, no, think no. I think that's how dudes approach the dick pics. It's better clarity and stuff, but you know, dick pics is nothing for me. Like I look at the pic. I don't think a, a, I don't think a man ever is gonna say like, you know what? You're not feeling me at all, but this penis pic is gonna change the whole world. But it kind of it kind of sets the temperature to the room. I don't care how big or small it is. A dick pic doesn't change. This is my mm-hmm. opinion. It doesn't change if I want them more or not. It's just a dick. It's a dick. Like, it's a dick. Like, it's a dick. To me, it's like, all right, so you sent me a dick pic. That doesn't mean because it's big. I'm going to be like, oh, now I want him. No. You know, sometimes dudes dudes always hear about women talking about size and down and stuff like that. So sometimes. And that depends on the woman that you're talking to. Sometimes it sets the expectation. It's just like, okay, this is what I'm working with. It doesn't prove that I can use this tool to its abilities or not. But now you know what you you potentially might be sitting on. So what's good? You know what I'm saying? That's what I say. So let me get back to it because we got to wrap up soon. So let me get back. Let's go. I'm going to make the last question a two-parter. That way we can answer it. What life decision would you go back and change? And what mistake would you go back and make again if you feel that you, you, you learned from that mistake? Uh, I need you to go first. I have to think about that. Because I'm one of those people that I feel everything falls in place for a reason. Mm-hmm. So nothing was a mistake. Life decision I would go back and change. Me struggling with the whole corporate creative thing, like, you know, I'm a corporate person. I work in corporate finance. and But I feel like I'm more a creative person. I would go back and just, like, I used to rap, and then I, now I put out my corny freestyles on Instagram and stuff like that just for fun, but I would have just pursued the creative route, heavy, hard body, maybe not been a rapper, but work in the music production world. I wrote a book, and um, I really enjoyed that. I'm writing a book right now, but go ahead. And then, so we'll have to have you come back when we're ready to talk about it, because I'm going to do it off the show as well. I would just really chase that dream and ride it to the, I felt like I was, half pregnant when I was pursuing a creative career. And there's no such thing as half pregnant. I know what you either, mean. either you in or yeah. you out kind of thing. And I feel like I never done that. What mistake would I go back and do, do the same mistake again? It, even though I asked that question, it's tough, right? Um, it is tough. But it's tough with my way of thinking mm-hmm. that I think everything happens what for a reason. What mistake would I, would I do again? I'm kind of one of those people who is just like, you know, everything. So the energy that I put in the the woman, I made this whole show about her back and forth before my wife. I think I would make that mistake again because it kind of taught me to appreciate 
whoever was coming into my life again. If I didn't have that stale four years of kind of playing myself, then when my wife came along, It'd be different. I probably would have been ego tripping. I kind yeah. of, I probably would have not approached her with the serious that I need. Like, she was the frog. That was the frog that I had to kiss to like meet the, to meet the, the princess. I feel that way about me as far as like the heartbreaks that I've been through. Mm -hmm. I would appreciate a good, good man right now. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, in the future or whatever. I think that I would absorb that more, and I, I feel like I can tell the difference from a few conversations who's a great guy or who's somewhat of a good guy or whatever. So I think I would appreciate more, you know, love so, more. So what life decision would you have changed? I probably would have stayed. I moved to Virginia. <laughs> At the time, I was in my 20s, and it was so country. Mm -hmm. I came right back to New York in three months. Like, I was like, I can't do this. It was like farmland across the street, farmland to the left, to the right. And I was like, get me back to New York. I feel like if I would have stayed, my life probably would have been a little bit more different than what it is now. I mean, my life is great now. Yeah. Like, I'm loving my life, period. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, like, maybe I would have had that country lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And that's it. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But that's wrapping up another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. You know, do you want to do any shout outs or talk about anything you got going on? No. <laughs> well, I want to shout out, you know, Sensei. Cliff Rock Benam, you know, they'll Aww. be back next week, you know what I'm saying? I just Your wanna, brother. I appreciate all the support, you know what I'm saying? I always tell people, like, you know, go out there and try to make a difference. Don't always try to chase being flossy or flashy and stuff like that. Oh, I'm going to shout out my friend. Okay, here. Go ahead. My homegirl, Jamila. Okay. That's the one who I asked to come here today. I love her. Jamila, you should have came to the show, but we understand <laughs> you were busy. Jamila, I send you out a personal invite to come back with Amanda. I love her. She's future. changed my life. So She's we'll definitely amazing. have you guys back. Like yeah. I always say, go out there and chase your legacy and not a liability. And we out. Thanks, Amanda, for coming through. Thank you for having me. Zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Add it again. Views from the...